Hi, and welcome to Pause and Listen. With summer temperatures going back up into the high 80s and 90s, I want to talk about some important summer safety tips for your dog. Always keep your dog hydrated with plenty of fresh water and please make sure they have access to shade if they are playing outside or if you are leaving them outside for long periods of time. If you don't have trees or a shaded area where they can rest and be out at the sun, you can always create one by putting up a tent or outdoor umbrella or canopy that will provide shade for them. Invest in an outdoor dog bed that is off the ground and will keep your pups away from crawling bugs and also keep them cool. Please make sure your dog is on flea and tick prevention. Lyme disease caused by ticks can be very serious. It is always better to keep your dog in the house where it's cool when the temperature outside is hot and humid. If you are hot, so are they. If you are thirsty from being in the heat, so are they. Put out extra bowls of water around your house and outside to keep your pup hydrated. Rinse and refill the bowls once a day and switch out the bowls with a clean one at least once a week. And this is important for maintaining healthy drinking water for your pup. Dogs also love ice and chewing on ice cubes is another way of keeping them cool and making sure they take in enough water. You can also add the ice cubes to their water and that will keep their water nice and cold. Please check the pavement with the back of your hand or barefoot for seven seconds. This is a great way to tell if the pavement will be too hot for your dog to take a walk. If you can't stand barefoot or hold the back of your hand on the pavement for seven seconds without it burning your hand or your feet, then neither can your pup. Their paw pads are sensitive and soft. I suggest that instead of one long walk, try to do a few short walks on hot summer days. And while you are walking, let your dog walk along on the grassy areas, if possible, and you walk on the sidewalk or the pave pavement. The temperature of the pavement or sidewalk can easily be two or three times the temperature of the air. I also suggest that you do your walks either early in the morning or later in the evening when it's cooled down. You can also play ball or fetch in your yard to get exercise on hot days instead of taking a long walk. Always check your dog's paws and paw pads after a walk to make sure they do not have burns on their paw pads from the hot sidewalk or pavement. If they have burns on their paw pads, please contact your veterinarian immediately. This is very, very important. Please do not leave your dog in a hot car during the summer ever. Not even while you just quickly run into the store for a few minutes. Even leaving your dog in a running car with the air conditioning on can be harmful. Fumes from the exhaust of a parked car can quickly become a health concern. Another problem with that is if the running car overheats 
or runs out of gas and then quits running, your dog is now sitting in a car that is going to get very hot in a very short amount of time and you won't know until you get back to your car. By that time, your dog might already be suffering from heat exhaustion or worse. Only take your dog for a ride in the car in the summer with you when you're doing drive-through errands or take your pup out of the car and with you when you go into stores or buildings. According to the AVMA, American Veterinary Medical Association, if the outside temperature is 70 degrees on a sunny day, after a half an hour, the temperature inside your car is 104 degrees. After an hour, it can reach above 113 degrees. So even with the windows cracked or open, the temperature inside the car will quickly reach dangerous or even deadly degrees. A kiddie pool is a great investment in the summer for exercise and fun for water-loving pups. It is still important to always stay outside with your dog while he or she is swimming or playing in the pool. Only fill the pool with enough water so that when your dog is standing in the pool, the water touches your pup's belly, but her head and body is above the water. That way, she's able to play and splash around in the water, keep cool, but not in danger of drowning, which will happen if you fill the pool with water so high that she needs to be swimming constantly while she's in the pool. This will lead to exhaustion and drowning. Now you might think that this is over the top, so I quickly wanna tell you a true story. I had a client who got a puppy for the first time for their family. It was a small breed puppy and she was only four or five months old in the summer. And like all good dog owners, she was trying to spoil her puppy and she bought her a kiddie pool. But unfortunately, she filled the pool up with water so high that the puppy couldn't just stand in the pool. She had to swim. Now, this was a first time dog owner um, and unfortunately she didn't realize how quickly a little puppy like that can get exhausted from swimming and treading water. She heard the phone ring and had to go into the house to go and get her phone. And unfortunately, while she was in the house, she stopped to do a couple of other things. And when she got back outside, her puppy had drowned in the pool. So please always think about this. If it's a large breed dog, um, yes, you can fill the pool up to where the water reaches their belly and they can still lay down in it. They can splash around, have fun, stay cool, but don't make it to where they need to be swimming constantly. Now, summertime is also a time when your lawn is in need of grass and wheat treatments. Luckily, there are lots of natural and organic ways to keep your lawn nice and green without weeds and without having to use harmful chem chemicals where your dog walks or plays. Some older 
traditional lawn and weed treatments have been known to cause cancer in both humans and pets, please ask your veterinarian for his or her advice and recommendation for organic pet safe treatments you can use. They are not more expensive than the traditional treatments contrary to popular belief. You can also ask at your local nursery or home department store and they can give you good advice and great tips and tricks. Now, if you're going to take your pup to the pool with you or to the lake or beach, it is a good idea to have a life jacket on him or her while in or just around open water. Even if your dog is a good swimmer, he or she can get tired. It is also important to know what kind of condition the lake is in, as sometimes deadly blue-green algae can be found in lakes everywhere, and it is deadly within hours of even just playing in the shallow water. It is best to not bring your dog in or near if you know that the blue-green algae is currently in the lake that you want your dog to play and swim in. I also suggest checking your local Facebook for dog groups. Um, They are filled with animal lovers like yourself and often people will communicate with others that a certain lake is known to currently have it and to avoid the lake altogether. I want to emphasize again the importance of a dog collar with a dog tag that includes your dog's name and your current phone number. Remember to update your pup's tag information as soon as your phone number changes or if you move. So many dogs unfortunately get lost during the summer because they are outside more so and so just be very careful. On top of having a collar with tags, have your dog microchipped. It is not expensive and you can do it at your local vet or local pet store. Again, please make sure all of the contact information is up to date and current. More often than not, dogs that are found have a microchip, but the owner never activated it or updated it after changing phone numbers, their last name or their address. Now, summertime is a time for fun and outdoor celebrations, barbecues and parties with friends, family and neighbors. Sometimes this can mean fireworks at dusk and many dogs are terrified of fireworks. While you may not be able to prevent your pup from feeling or hearing the fireworks or firecrackers, there are things you can do to keep him or her safe and as comfortable as possible. Basements can be helpful with a fan running or with the radio on. Classical music can be very calming and soothing and so can talk radio. Putting a good quality lavender essential oil on the outside of your dog's collar if your dog has skin issues or behind their ears and on their paws is also a great tool. But please contact your veterinarian first to be sure this is a safe lavender essential oil. It's safe for to use on your dog. And please ask their advice if it's not on what brand they recommend. Essential oils 
are a great, safe and natural option to keep your pups relaxed during stressful situations. On days when fireworks or firecrackers are being set off, your dog that would normally never run out a door can and will if they are scared enough. Some dogs have even broken through doors, glass, windows, screens, and even sheetrock. Keep a pup who is anxious or afraid of fireworks and firecrackers either in the basement or a bathroom or laundry room with plenty of water, a dog bed, blankets, and some music, and with the door shut at all times to prevent them from running away. Keeping your pup on a long leash or lead inside the house can also be very helpful in stopping him or her from running out the door if someone opens it unexpectedly. And it also helps you have more control during a scary and loud time. If you've tried all of these things and your pup is still scared and anxious or having a serious response to fireworks, please contact your dog's veterinarian. He can help by prescribing medications to help manage the response. This is sometimes a necessary option, especially in older dogs or dogs with disabilities who are afraid of fireworks or loud noises. Lastly, I want to go over the signs of heat exhaustion in dogs. If you see any of these symptoms, please seek immediate veterinary care. All right, so the signs are anxiousness, excessive panting, restlessness. They can't settle down, they can't lay down, can't take a nap, excessive drooling, unsteadiness. They're wobbly on their legs when they're walking, they can't stand up, they fall down, and abnormal gum and tongue color. Now, if you notice some or all of these signs, you, here are a few things that you shouldn't and should do. What you should not do is do not pour water down your dog's throat. This can cause choking and water going into their lungs and ultimately pneumonia. At this point, if your dog is suffering from heat exhaustion, she will be panting excessively and her breathing will be very um, unnatural. So opening his or her mouth and just pouring water down their throat is dangerous. Please don't do that. Instead, immediately move your dog out of the sun to a cooler area, either indoors where there is air conditioning or in the shade or closer to a fan. Put a soaking wet, cool towel over your pup and underneath him and let him lay on it and pour cool, not cold water, cool water over your pup to avoid shock. Once your pup is breathing more normal, allow him to drink very small amounts of cool water slowly. Continue to pour cool water over your pup until his breathing starts to settle down, but never so much water that he begins to shiver. Once your pup is cool and breathing more normal, take him or her to the nearest vet. That's it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. Please remember, make every day with your dog 
a special and memorable day. And until next time, take care and be safe.